Hello and welcome to the Skulls of Wrath podcast. Please stay tuned as I will pretty shortly jump into my interview with Eric Peterson from the band Testament, which was recorded a lot earlier on in 2020. Let me put that out there up the front. Um, before we go into that, uh, please go check us out our website, thejoyofmetal.com. Uh, what do you call the show notes in the business? Uh, Show notes will be up there, the links and all that sort of stuff for this show will be there at thejoyofmetal.com. The, 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 who knows. Uh, my name is, uh, if you get a load of this, uh, DC Wrath. For the Skies of Wrath podcast, see how that ties in there. First initial D, second initial C, last name Wrath from Skulls of Wrath podcast. Not very good at coming up with stage names, uh, so that ties in uh, names all together, really. Pretty terrible. Um, and just sort of ties it all together. Now, after our interview with Derek Peterson, talking all about, of course, the, the band's most recent album, Titans of Creation, uh, we'll have our feature, uh, our second feature, I guess, our secondary feature, with uh, Heavy Metal Wanaka covering the weekly winners in the world of metal. But Testament, of course, are a Bay Area thrash metal band. Uh, stretching all the way back to the 80s. Um, I think the debut was 87, I think. Um, no, I have it there, yes, I'm about to say it. <laughs> My notes. Um, and of course, uh, with their new album, as I mentioned, Titans of Creation, which was released early April in 2020, that's the band's 13th full studio album. Eric Peterson himself is one of the band's, uh, I guess, last founding members. Uh, and on the point that often gets raised about Testament, uh, from fans at least, um, that they should be considered a part of the Big Four or something. I know there's a, there's a even slightly more or less formal uh, Big Eight, which they're a part of, uh, for sure, but I mean, this does speak to their kind of size and influence in the genre, I guess. Um, uh, but to their point, and I think this, is, this gets brought up in interviews every now and then, uh, it should be noted that uh, the band's debut, The Legacy, was released April 87, uh, by which point in time, both, both, uh, all three of Metallica, Slayer, and Anthrax had uh, three full studio albums out, and uh, it was only Megadeth training with two albums. Although that was extenuating circumstances, of course, uh, Dave Mustaine. But of course, by '87, basically the big four had uh, collectively um, trying to do the arithmetic in my head. Um, yeah, there's 11 albums uh, out, basically, already, and uh, before Testament uh, released The Legacy, so uh, I mean, fans, of course, are going to make the sort of noise about it, but the band's uh, band members themselves uh, clearly have their own understanding of things, which is, uh, you know, which is fine. Uh, I'm sure they'll take any sort of, um, uh, well, you know, the fan support and stuff. I don't know, I should stop writing script, I don't know what I'm talking about, but, um, um, so the band have been on a winning streak in what you might call this modern era of things for the band, uh, starting in 2008 with their album The Formation of Damnation, which uh, represented their first original new work, it's a new studio release, uh, in almost 10 year prior, following a 10 year gap. Followed up shortly with uh, 2012's Dark Roots of Earth and 2016's Brotherhood of the Snake. Uh, not only are Testament fans seeing a, a late career pattern of uh, consistent releases, 
and resurgence in, in the band. Uh, also, in terms of uh, quality and fan experience, they, uh, the band have uh, really found their groove and are riding it hard. Uh, right. Um, so that's all my notes on that. So please, uh, this is my interview with Eric Peterson talking, as I said, all about uh, Titans of Creation. Um, recorded, I want to say, April, late April, early May, sometime like that. Um, during this whole uh, global pandemic situation. Uh, album was barely a couple of weeks old, if, if at all. Uh, actually, my time scale might be completely off. But the uh, album came up early 2020. This was recorded early 2020 with Eric Peterson of Testament. Uh, yeah, let's just jump into it now before I put my foot in my mouth. How's it going with yourself and... Uh, I- I guess as much as you can tell us about the rest of the band uh, at the moment. Yeah, so um, things are warming up here, I would imagine. Um, it's summer over there? Or it's spring? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm crouching into winter shortly, in a couple of weeks, months, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's awesome. But uh, yeah, here it's starting to get warm. And um, everybody's well. And we have a new record out called Titans of Creation. And there's a world pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, well, here in New Zealand, we just basically just passed four weeks of, of mandatory home isolation. So that's. Uh, yeah. We, we're doing that here too. And everybody's. Uh, I mean, there's still people out, I guess, getting stuff. But overall, like most stores are closed except for, you know, groceries and gas and oddly enough liquor stores are open. <laughs> I guess that's where the therapy comes in. Yeah, 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 that's a similar story over here actually. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean on that on that point cuz obviously early on and well early-ish on on the piece I think a month or so ago we had members of Testament, I think Chuck and, and some of the crew was obviously directly mm. impacted by this. Um, I don't want yeah, to yeah. dive into that too much because I know you're well, going to get mean, asked that a million times and stuff, and it's yeah, I mean, very well, scary I mean, that's, time that's kind, of that's kind of what's going on. I mean, I'm sure you could find it anywhere, but basically, um, our singer caught it, um, and the bass player caught it, Steve DiGiorgio. So Chuck and Steve caught it, and um, oddly enough, my guitar tech, who I deal with on a daily basis, handing my guitars changing my strings, touching everything I touch, caught it, and he's well now. He's actually camping. <laughs> and Alex's guitar tech uh, caught it, and he actually stayed in Europe, and he's on his way home right today, actually. Um, but um, Gene, Alex, and myself didn't catch it. So now I don't know if I, since it's so hard to get tested, um and I will when, when there's a chance, but I mean, maybe we caught it and our bodies fought it off. Um, the only thing I had when I got home was just kind of like a little little cough, but that's, I think, normal from getting off a tour in the winter. Um, you know, being on a bus with everybody and smoke machine on stage every night, um, drinking vodka every night. <laughs> maybe the vodka killed it or something, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's, it's really weird. Like, it just, it's, you know, some people have had it different, but um, Chuck and Steve were, you know, out of commission for like three weeks. Definitely, they couldn't 
Um, they had different symptoms too. Chuck couldn't breathe really. It was a chore for him to get from his bed to the bathroom. I guess he couldn't breathe really. He had a really bad headache. Whereas Steve just had no energy and he was just had a high fever. And he was just out of it. So two different kind of, you know, symptoms. Yeah, no, it's, it's all very weird. But one thing I, I did want to sort of rack your brains of, of just regarding this specifically was, um, I mean, you're part of Testament career, band, uh, you know, lifelong career, uh, legendary sort of status of a band. So I was wondering what your thoughts were regarding this and moving forward in terms of the music industry and live music and how things are kind of got to change because things seem kind of uncertain at the moment. There's an air of at some point things are going to go back to normal, but how normal are they going to be? You know what I mean? It's this whole thing's global. It's like, oh, I just, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, is there any way? Is it, is it just too uncertain? Well, I'm, I'm not a philosopher, but I would imagine things always change. Everything's changing all the time. This just happens to be one of those changes where everybody's kind of getting like a slap in the face, you know, like wake up um, to a lot of things, you know, just the earth, faith, the way we treat each other, um, um, you know, just things like that. And then, um, you know, weeding out you know what? What's important and what's not important. Um, as far as music, I think you know we're, people need music, so we're still going to, you know, for Testament um, and you know other bands like us that have been around for a while. We're definitely getting back out there, and fans definitely want to hear music. So it isn't like you know this has made music go away. It's just we're going to be one of the last because of the gatherings. But, um, yeah, it should, I think it's going to come back stronger, you know? I think this everything will come back stronger. It's just, uh, like you said, uncertainty. You know, everybody's speculating. And I think when humans don't know the answer, they their imagination goes wild, and they think the worst or the best. And in this situation, everybody's probably thinking the worst. <laughs> but I think, I think everything will be, uh, you know will be cool once we get all get back into it and just everybody stay home right now and just get get this virus uh to go away and hopefully a vaccine comes in and yeah you know that's my humble opinion sure. yeah yeah <laughs> i think a lot of people are probably thinking the same um but uh, moving on though i guess um and before we dive directly into the new album what is best in metal so so best in metal to hear the screaming of the fans and hear the lamentation of the women. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know, just to, I think what's best in, in metal is to be liberated from music. You know, it's just it's, uh, rock and roll is our religion. You know, getting set free and uh, enjoying the universal language of music. It's awesome. And Lamentation of the Women. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> of course not. There we go, there. Oh, wait, what did he say? I forgot. Wait, have your enemies driven before you... Have your enemies before you... Um, crush your enemies and hear the... Hear the Lamentations of the Women, yeah. And hear the Lamentations of the Women. That was awesome. When I, I remember being a kid just going, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have to watch that movie now again tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to. Um, yeah, now talking about uh, Titans of Creation. Now this is your, if I'm right, this is studio album number thirteen. Um, so mm-hmm. first up, thank you for not calling it thirteen. Um, <laughs> uh, Titans of Creation is yeah, right. Uh, fairly... I didn't even. I you know I lost. I lost. I lost track. I lost uh, count. I lost track of count um, of what record it is. So if someone, if you told me it was the fourteenth record, I, I would probably believe you. <laughs> well, I think Wikipedia so. said it's thirteen. So yeah, I don't know who's right there. Um, yeah, lucky thirteen. Cool. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's an epic title. Uh, you've got some epic artwork going on there. Um, I'm just sort of wondering where the this is kind of I'm asking about the sort of the origin story of the album really but just the spark of the idea of talking about I guess the what the various sort of creation myths or, or that sort of idea for some of your songs I was wondering where that sort of comes from because um, you know generally in metal it's all different ideas flying about but you've got some pretty epic sort of both artwork and themes sort of um, sort of presented with this album a lot of relevancy too to what's going on. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. song called "Symptoms," which is kind of funny, ironic. Um, you know, World War Three. I mean, not so much nuclear warfare, but there's this this, this virus. Um, you know, the Code of Hammurabi, just the the laws of man, of you know what what's right and wrong. So there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff, definitely. And then there's you know fantasy stuff. In stuff that's happened, the, you know, the cult stuff, a couple cult things, False Prophet and Children of the Next Leveler, mm. kind of talk, talking about that kind of stuff. But then having the album cover, which has nothing to do with anything other than being vague of Titans, um, kind of how Token borrowed from the Genesis, you know, with his whole recreating characters and everything. This is kind of Elleran, the, the artist, his creation of mythology of you know titans creating the universe um you know that kind of vibe and titans of creation would be you know i guess creating our music you know in a way we've been there's been titans the word titan is used been used with testament in the past um thrash of the titans titan thrash of the clash of the titans (laughs) so um I mean, those are just little hints of, you know, things that just kind of, you know, like like I said, it's kind of vague. But, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great cover, and it, um, it has the vibe of the songs, I think. You know, some records just, you know, they don't have, you know, like, Practice What You Preach. You know, then there's a song called Practice What You Preach, you know. But then there's some, some records where, you know, you just don't have a song of what the record's called. So, yeah, no, cool. um, I don't know if that made any sense, but yeah, <laughs> yeah something no, like that. <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah, that's that's no, cool. Um, I think I just realized we're running out of time a little bit, but I just wanted to cover just one last thing just about the album. Is it? Um, I haven't gone through it a couple of times. Um, I, I, if I'm being honest, I kind of lost track of the release of it because I didn't quite realize it's already been out, and because it's such a turbulent time, I just completely lost track. Um, but I have managed to yeah. go over it a couple of times, and it just—I'm not a 
like a you know your music review type guy i'm just the, the guy who just says this is fucking awesome listen to this and make up your own mind but i sonically music music wise this seems to me to be like a, a modern day pure testament unthrottled if someone says what was this album i said this is testament um <laughs> it's as much of a review this is just you know yeah i mean it's you know well, I'll take that as a compliment. It's definitely, you know, I think where we're at on this record um, for a band that's been around for 33, 34 years, it's not just like a record just, you know, we'll put out a record so we can tour. I mean, it's, we're kind of still carrying the torch, I think, for the genre of, of crash metal. And this is, uh, yeah, this is, a, you know, a really great, a great stage, a pinnacle for us. It's, uh, it's definitely moving forward and it's keeping the velocity and the, the viciousness of you know what we of what we started I think yeah and uh, you know I'm trying to, I'm trying to put melody in it that's the hardest part we've always tried to, to put melody into our songs um, good combination brutality and heavy <laughs> heavy with melodicness uh one thing I did want to... I, mean, I wanted to touch on... I was kind of interested as a sort of a non-sequitur just to... Because I saw that you guys played a, a metal festival in Nepal end of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wondering what your experience was like with that because it just... To me as a someone coming from New Zealand and you know, not really sort of touring the world it sounds very kind of surreal to be in a place like Kathmandu yeah. and to be on a metal stage. It reminded me of uh, like a '60s movie where you know the, the the American goes to Hong Kong for the first time and just he's just culture shocked. You know, I don't know why I'm thinking of uh, there's this movie called The World of Susie Wong. This is old, you know, old movie that he's an artist and he goes there and he's just like, wow. You know, I mean that back then people weren't weren't really traveling around like how we are now, but. You know, places like Nepal, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like India, you know, there's just so many people and that thing's just crazy and really friendly people though, man, you know, really, really, really nice people. Um, we had a good time. I was really surprised that the crowd was so, um, had, had so much knowledge of, of this type of music, like they, they knew what to do. It wasn't like they're just in the crowd, like. You know, they knew to do a pit. They knew when to sit down and jump up. And <laughs> just, wow, okay. Yeah. Like, they knew, they knew what to do, for sure. And then there were even some bands that had played at the festival from um, that area. They were pretty heavy. So, I guess you can um, thank the internet for that, you know, knowledge and finding out about things. That's pretty much what I think I've, I've got at the moment. Um... The only other thing I think okay. I was going to ask was that um, I've been sort of a fan of uh, it's drummer Gene Hoglin, obviously. I've uh, been a fan of a lot of the bands he's been over, yeah. over the years. I've just kind of got a half-formed question I think that everyone sort of will probably ask. I, I know I saw he, with this one, I think putting the album together was more, was it more collaborative, I think, or more together? And I think you said, you said in the past, Gene uh, would, would come to your yeah, studio I mean, and demo yeah, well, the last last couple of records 
yeah, the last couple of records, he's kind of came into the project with the songs, um, you know, being put together, and then and then us showing him, you know, like, hey, this is what this other drummer did, um, and here's the parts. And then, you know, of course, you know, he would put his vibe into it. Of course, Gene Hoagland. This record, I didn't use another a drum machine or another drummer. Gene, it was me and Gene in in, in my. Uh, my man cave and we just you know took all my riffs and put it together so he was a big part of um you know the process because yeah, i saw they uh, he did a, uh, a nuclear blast put up a playthrough of oh, i can't remember the song it was, I think it was children to the next level or something with with gene and oh yeah so we were supposed all of us were dudes were supposed to do like a day in a life like mm. what we do at home you know nothing to do with music but Gene never got his done and since you know the, co- the COVID-19 you know staying away from each other so he just he did, did a song yeah. yeah that's what seven minutes long it doesn't break a sweat barely even needs to breathe <laughs> heavily it's it's insane he's, he's a what they call on the atomic clock it's, it's just it's mind-blowing <laughs> it's just how does he know he's do playing it? and he looks like he's doing a photo shoot <laughs> yeah <me up. laughs> yeah I know he's just yeah it's, it's insane <laughs> I don't know how he does it I'd, I'd be on the bloody floor I, I can barely buddy walk up a decent flight of stairs without yeah. buddy breaking a sweat <laughs> yeah right on um, anyway so that's basically that's the, the main ones I wanted to ask um, I'm certainly uh, enjoying the album um, I think it's a fantastic um, fantastic record um, well, as oh, thank you. Your previous ones, certainly, um, you know, uh, since your reunion uh, a couple of years back, each album is just sort of getting, um, I don't know, say better and better, but you know, it's all just knocking out of the park each time. It's fantastic. Yeah, we just keep keep thriving to to uh, you know to create a good metal record and you know being fans of this kind of music, so. Cool. Well, I'm glad you like it. I I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't wait to come to New Zealand. We're like it's like long overdue. Yeah. So definitely. hopefully after all this ends, we'll we'll, we'll be down there. Uh, awesome. That would be awesome. Thank you for listening to my interview with Eric Peterson from the band Testament. Of course, the uh, Titans of Creation that's uh, been out now for a long uh, couple of months. Um, if you haven't checked it out or if you weren't aware, then, then by all means go check it out. Uh, they do have a couple of uh, videos on that, uh, as they always do music videos and uh, visual releases. Um, I think the first one that I saw probably was. I think the first one. Oh, it might have been a lyric video for Night of the Witch. But they do have an animated one for uh, uh, Children of the Next Level. I think their first official music video from this release but you know so go check out titans of creation by testament or any of the other uh back catalog like i said there's that's one of 13 albums that they've put out now so um plenty of back catalog to dive into um now coming up now is our heavy metal wanaka uh weekly winners uh, in terms of uh metal and all that um our radio kind of radio kind of segment really um because Heavy Metal Wanaka tries to be a radio segment. Um, so be with me as we try and uh, work our way through. So uh, a winner for the best new single from a zombie artist this week comes uh, uh, by way of Rob Zombie 
with his new song, a bit of a mouthful, The Triumph of King Freak, in parentheses, A Crypt of Preservation and Superstition. Uh, it's coming from, from an upcoming new album, The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy, Jesus, which is due out uh, the 12th of February. Now, this one's on the more aggressive side for uh, for Mr. Zombie, um, while still being, of course, a Rob Zombie song. Um, if you know what I mean, if you sort of if you know his sort of style of things, um, this, this probably wouldn't have been too far away from sitting comfortably amongst sort of uh, the rest of the tracks on something like Hellbilly Deluxe from back in the day, I think. Um, uh, but by the looks of some of the song titles on the uh, tracklist I saw on, on, on online, I think uh, old mate's finally coming out of his shell, or certainly. He has uh, really sort of taken a deep dive into his, um, his his movie collection, I think. There's some pretty outrageous uh, song titles there, so that's fantastic. Uh, moving on now, uh, for the best use of realistic full-face masks as a basis of a gimmick, uh, the Nuclear Power Trio. They have a new EP out uh, now called A Clear and Present Rager. Sort of mixing movies with uh, political intrigue, I guess. Um, Clear and Present Danger, there's that movie with Harrison Ford, I think. What am I thinking of? Something else. Um, But no, uh, Nuclear Power Trigger, the band, features, um, let's say, leaders of certain North American, uh, Russian and North Korean countries, Northern Korean countries, I guess, uh, as uh, musicians, or certainly their likenesses, at least. yeah, you've got some musicians sort of wearing the masks. Uh, the song titles, uh, uh, the title single, sorry, for the uh, this EP is out as a music video, um, and there's a few other uh, realistic masks. I don't think they're cheap either. They're good. Um, you know, you got the what is it, the uh, Breaking Bad Heisenberg mask, the Crying Baby mask. You know, I'm sure you know the ones. I mean, um, we're sort of in, in the era of YouTube and, and all that sort of stuff. All those sort of uh, quick sort of funny sort of meme sort of entertainment and I mean it's kind of I've seen this, these guys sort of in the past do the thing I think this isn't the first we've heard from these guys but it is kind of a bit funny a bit of a bit of a sense of entertainment from these masks certainly the music is, is good enough to sort of get you hooked in but it's one of these things I think that can get hold real old real quick um also, if I didn't properly uh, squash the sort of illusion of it all, it was recorded in Colorado. Um, yes, I don't see sort of controversial world leaders uh, in this time of lockdown going to Colorado to record a, a metal single or a metal EP. Uh, moving on now, the best new music video from a Tasmanian uh, metal artist comes from, uh, or goes to Psychroptic, who premiered their, I guess, official new music video for A Fragile Existence. Uh, which I'm led to believe is the opening track of an upcoming of an upcoming uh, two-song EP by the name of The Watcher of All. Can you call a two-song thing an EP? Or is it like a single with a B-side? Um, it's due for release <laughs> end of November. So the second song is coming out at the end of November. Keep an eye on prosthetic records or going your records. Um... I mean, it's a fantastic uh, single to go check out. Uh, Psychroptic already. Uh, well, of course, always on form. Um, 
No, I understand us, despite their sort of uh, touting Tasmania, I think they're sort of spread out at the minute. Probably this, uh, and I'll keep on bringing it up, this pandemic situation probably caught them uh, far afield. I understand they're, they're not in the same place. They're in both different states of Australia and um, around the world and stuff as well, I think. From reading between the lines, I'm not too sure. But they're not all just hunkered up in um, you know, someone's backyard in Tasmania. But next award uh, for the best angry at how people are angry song uh, goes to Finland's uh, symphonic blackened death metal band Plague Breeder. Appropriate name for these times. Uh, it premiered uh, a new song, a new single, I believe in misanthropy. It's sort of rhyming to that name. This is from a, an upcoming new EP, Annihilation, which is due for release on the 20th of November. Uh, Inverse Records is, is taking that one out. So to quote the band um, here, uh, instead of enhancing negotiations or cooperation, people dwell in racism, hate, prejudice, and violence. It's like nobody is even trying to live in harmony with one another in the big picture. And at the same time, we are destroying the entire planet. Um, so yeah, so like I said, they're sort of a black and death metal band. I guess they're quite family. I wouldn't really call them. Probably close to a primarily a black metal band, I guess. Uh, a good song though. Um, but um, reading the sort of st- stuff behind it, it's like wait, I'm not just angry at people. I'm angry at how people are angry, uh, which is quite funny. Now moving on to the uh, best homage to the humble vampire. Now uh, this award goes to Tombs. Uh, I guess a New York-based uh, band who premiered the new song and music video for The Hunger. Which you can check out on YouTube and we'll probably link it in, uh, at thejoyofmetal.com in our show notes. Track fe- uh, the track features a guest spot from the uh, frontman from Integrity. Uh, and again, uh, 20th November release for this one. Well, that's for the band's full-length album, Under Sullen Skies. Now, of course, the direction of the song, this whole, uh, the award for... Uh, homage to the humble vampire is hardly surprising given that frontman uh, Mike Hill co-hosts the Necromaniacs podcast which uh, talks about all things horror sci-fi comic book filmy kind of stuff so um, he is an expert on the sort of area town and in terms of the music video itself I think uh, thankfully you can probably sit uh, sit at ease that it, um, it's talking about vampires and it does, for one, uh, feature Nosferatu, um, uh, as well as Christopher Lee, as a vampire and all that sort of stuff. Uh, some of the classics, uh, and omits, and thankfully omits uh, some, some of the more recent resurgence that the uh, uh, you know, that we've had recently for um, vampires and, and cultures in the last sort of ten to twenty years in sort of pop culture. If you know what I'm talking about, sort of uh, various sort of uh, 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 and, and things. Um, try not to say Twilight. <laughs> and final award for the evening tonight uh, is the best use of an Aquaman. This, uh, oddly enough, goes to a band called a uh, supergroup called Scour, which is uh, one of uh, Phil, uh, Philip H. and Selmo's uh, projects. Um, he's got a few on the go. Uh, features uh, members from Agoraphobic Nosebleed. Um, uh, he's brought some from his uh, the illegals, uh, misery index, uh, and pig destroyer. Uh, and this particular track uh, will be released with the black EP, the end of November, the twenty seventh of November. Um, 
in this song it's got a mu- no it doesn't have a music video it's just got a, a, a visualiser um, an official release on YouTube uh, song's called Doom um, and the track uh, as it features guest guitar solo by Eric Rutan infamous and of course uh, in terms of what we're talking about guest vocals somewhere in the mix by Jason Momoa who is uh, going to feature in the upcoming June movie, but of course, famously, was uh, Aquaman in the DC comic adaption. Uh, now, Blabbermouth, if you do a Google search, uh, blabbermouth.net uh, referred to the band as uh, being best described as a modern reimagining of what primarily became known as black metal, mixed with the elements of grindcore and bits of punk and thrash. And I mean... Sure, this is basically a horoscope description that could be twisted to describe anything particularly brutal and fast. I mean, yeah, fits the band, I guess. I think um, you sort of hear of a of a of a um, another side project from uh, from Philip H. Anselmo. Yeah, you hear Jason Momoa's in there. You sort of start to form your own ideas of maybe what this band sounds like, and sort of jumping in there, you sort of. You, pleasantly surprised you hear oh, black metal and you're like oh, yeah maybe and I mean it, but he it kicks ass I mean it's an awesome song um I don't know if it needs I don't know I think the track can stand up on its own merit might have, given that the state of things is probably um the state of the genre um and how people can sort of be a bit hard nosed about things I mean having uh touted as being a Jason Momoa guest vocalist might hit the track but I think it's a fantastic song uh, Brent it's pleasantly surprised at one point it wasn't sort of necessarily what I was expecting um, but there we go anyway so this has been uh, the Skies of Wrath podcast with our Heavy Metal Wanaka radio segment attached onto the end um, please go check us out at thejoyofmetal.com and we'll see you next week hopefully if this all works out 